You're listening to the Fairies and Folklore Podcast by Renal. I'm dark fantasy author Renal Janssen von With nearly a decade of digging around in dusty folklore books, researching creatures of imagination that ignited my curiosity, I'm here to share the folklore in a nutshell and how I reimagined it for my writing in An Origin of the Fae. This is the Fairies and Folklore Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Rinal Janssen von Vieren. You can just call me Rinal. In today's episode, we're continuing our exploration of the Feyre. This episode is brought to you by my book, Once, Tales, Myths and Legends of Fairy, available in ebook, paperback and audiobook. Go to rinaldemythmaker.com forward slash my hyphen books for more. We are continuing our exploration of Water Fae. Today's fairy, Salkis. Folklore in a Nutshell by Renal. A common element in all Salki folklore is that they need their seal skins to return to the sea. So if they are disturbed while on land, they will snatch up their skins and return to the water. In most tales involving the Salki wife, a Salki woman sunbathes on the beach, dances in the moonlight, enjoys being in a human form, and a mortal man steals her seal skin, forces her to marry him and bear his children. The Salki woman does as expected, biding her time to take back her seal skin and return to the ocean. Sometimes the Salki woman will return for her children, and sometimes she abandons them along with her mortal husband. The issue of consent is one or a whole other post. Salki men are usually attractive and mortal women crave their attention, so much so that some would weep seventy years into the ocean at high tide to meet one, and if a woman goes missing at sea, it is said that she has gone to live with a Salki lover. Some tales, especially in Shetland, tell of attractive Salkis luring islanders into the sea during Midsummer's Eve, the humans not to be seen again. These seal fairies are cursed with a constant longing for what they do not have. When they walk on land as a human, they yearn for the sea. When they are swimming in the water as seals, they yearn for the land. And now for my interpretation of the fae, in an origin of the fae, Salkis. They are able to shapeshift between their seal and human forms. Salkis mostly live in the human realm. The biggest taboo of their kind is to mix with other fae, through marriage, etc. Though they do occasionally marry their own kind, it is more common for them to seek a human mate. They entrapped an unmarried human by leaving their other skin, the seal pelt, for the human to find. The human is unable to give the other skin away, allow the selkie to reclaim it, or otherwise harm it. They are bound to their selkie mate through this pelt. It is thought that someone powerful had cursed selkies, and thus humans, to always fall prey to the magic of the other skin. It does happen that during the tithe, freedom from the curse can be bought from either the fairy queen or the dark king. Usually the tithe happens every seven years. Though some have found the price for freedom to be too steep. Salkis are known as the good folk to some. They help fishermen to gather enough food from the sea in times of need. 
by singing in the language of the ocean. They are gentle creatures. Though they are known to cause storms and avenge the indiscriminate murder of seals and selkies, their homes are usually deep in the ocean, most often in a natural vault made of pearls or coral. As a little bonus, let's look at the translation of selkie into Afrikaans, Robbefeer. This is of my own making. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Fairies and Folklore podcast and that you've learned something new about fairy. Remember that you can get a transcript of this episode in the description. If you're new to the podcast, why not go and grab your free copy of Unseen, the second book in the fairy tale series, on my website, renaldemythmaker.com. Loads of folklore, magic and danger await. Take care.